This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. A podcast isn't three white guys out to record. A podcast is something you belong to, something you feel, something you have to earn. That's it? That's it, guys. <laughs> oh. So that it you felt, know the reference? Though? It felt a little racially specific. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Because a podcast is basically three white guys. I know. It's, I, you always see those memes, <laughs> it's right? It's not just three white guys. It's like, it's like, sometimes it's more. Yeah, what do you sometimes call it? Like, sometimes it's more. A flock of this, and what do you call three white guys? A podcast? Right. A murder of Bacon Cell. Yeah. Welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. And we would like to thank you for listening to our Weezer Blue Album show, which yeah, was, was an experimental show. show. It was it was one hey, we didn't got know. really good feedback on that. Does though. it seem like people liked it? Because I'm still a little unsure. No, <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> people were unsure. No, it was great because people uh, we had people saying both, "I loved this album when I was a kid," and you guys totally you know flashed back. We gave me a flashback to when I was a kid. We had people say that I've never actually heard this album before. I'm happy yeah. to get to know it though. And we had people give us suggestions for other albums. I was actually really happy with the feedback we were getting. You know what's funny is I always hate on things that just are all about nostalgia, like Stranger Things, for example. But then I'll cash in on it at any chance yep. I can take. Yep. Anytime yeah. it's Weezer, you right. cash in. Anytime it's Weezer in 1994. <laughs> and quick reminder to you, listener, the uh, the chance to join Patreon and get all those extra perks is going to be ending March 31st. If you have not listened to our Bacon Bit yet, you want to go back, listen to our Bacon Bit where we have announced, what are we calling it? Bacon Sale 2.5? 2.5. 2.5. Five. That's it's very specific and not arbitrary at all. <laughs> we, we did add a new level of patron. So yes, we do. We have a new level, out. and there's a whole lot. There's and a, a giveaway and stickers. And giveaway. Go and listen to that. We don't have time to really enumerate it all here because, because we, we is, have to get moving. Because we, we have, have to get show. moving. But do check out the last baking bit. Go to Patreon.com/slash/BakingSale and see what is new. Yes, because what are we talking about today, Jacob? Today it's time for March Madness. Yay, sports! But with sports movies. <laughs> yeah, we do movies. Is that what we're doing? We're good at movies. Movie yeah. Movies, that makes sense. You know what, Joel? I'm thinking about this, though. And can we do this by ourselves, or do we need some help? I think we're going to need some help. I think you're right. And I think we're going to need my good friend, Alex Keery. Alex, what's up, y'all? How's Ooh, it going? Hey. Yay. Thanks for having me back. Just it's hiding in been, the corner over there. It's only been Thanks two for... and a half years. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you <laughs> counted? Two and a half years for real? It's been a while. Something like that. Yeah. It's yeah, been a yeah, while. Yeah. Like I only remember because the time that we were out, the, when, last time we recorded, it was the very last night of the Nightside Project. Right. Yeah. It was second to last night. You, you were recording, oh, right. you were recording the, uh, the next night was going to be the last episode. Okay. Okay. So yeah. so it was very close to the end of uh, our on air days. Yeah. I remember it was like, can we pick the most stressful night possible for you to podcast with us? I nope. think at that, that point, it. It was we probably all pretty bad about that. Well, yeah. no, it was not stressful because it was like we knew that it was coming to an end on the air. We knew we were going to keep doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, eh, like, I mean, I you guys are in the same building. I'm still working in the same building, but it's true. Yeah. So we just want to yeah. know what uh, life crisis are you having right now that we scheduled? <laughs> uh, exactly. So I've added one child since then. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Two wives. So oh, good. Joel's crazy. added three children <laughs> in that time, and that's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> Is that no two and a half years? Three kids. Three and a half children. Yeah, At least yeah. two kids. Well, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. Alex, <laughs> <math is hard. laughs> stay tuned. Alex, I wanted to uh, well, give you a chance, tonight? though. So uh, you mentioned the podcast, the Nightside Podcast yes. that you do. That's but right. give us uh, give us your street cred. Let let the listeners know yeah. why we chose you to yeah. come on the show. My day job is uh, I'm the KSL News Radio Sports Director, and uh, I host the sports show on in the evenings called KSL's Unrivaled. My co-host is Scott Mitchell, who's an NFL quarterback for 12 years and played at the University of Utah, and I've covered local sports here in utah for about 15 years sports is my number one love i got into radio like and and ended up having to do things that were not sports you did politics for a while and (laughs) super annoying but it was like i got back to sports thankfully and uh now doing that Uh, alex we're really happy you're here because we're all three of us are big sports guys we love (laughs) sports 
and it feels like you <laughs> Listen, can supplement us you in some way. You can't lie in the Kent Excel building. Kent and Jacob, <laughs> I only know mostly via digital voices. Yes. yes. Yeah. And the one time, other time we met. Oh, no. Joel, I know... From years past. Yes. We go way back to and, the uh, comedy years. Yeah, look, this is early 2000s. Together, I think. Yeah. 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 He knew about as much about sports back then as he <laughs> and he probably knows now. Yeah, it's pretty much the I same. I mean, I think college football you like, but that no, was kind of where it's it not, stopped It's not college football. It's BYU football. That's, <laughs> like, that's my sport. You should go back and listen to our sports trivia. And it's like everybody's uncle. Like, <laughs> it's like the only, the only sport I can talk about is BYU football. Even BYU basketball, I'm like, I don't know as much. I can talk 1992 to 1996 NBA. Oh, hey. And that's where it stops and starts. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then Jacob mostly makes up his sports stats on the spot. That's we, exactly we don't, right. We don't know the difference. So we're like, oh, that sounds legit. I, yeah. I can say whatever I want. It's awesome. <laughs> Look, it's all, it's all relative because everybody has... Has a sports has played some role mm-hmm. in their lives, and at the very least, and you guys are media and movie savvy guys, so you end up having to be forced into watching a lot of sports related things. So forced indeed, even if it's fake, yeah, and it's fake uh, sports history, you guys know about. You, it. Do you know what my yeah. favorite sports movie is, Alex? By the way, I want to bring this up. You can't, are you already breaking right that? Right, yeah, I, my, my favorite one. And you guys, can't, I can't remember the tale. You have to remember. It's the one that's that's kind of loosely based on a true story. <laughs> yeah. and it's about a ragtag group of individuals, yeah. one of whom's probably a girl, one of whom's a minority. Sure. And there's a coach who's, who may be a drunk or not. I think Kevin Costner's in it. He might not be though. There's like a really yeah. rascally kid who knows a lot about Hold the on. team. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one yeah. with the big speech? That's the one with the big speech. Yeah. Yeah. They're losing, but there's a love that one actually. Yeah. And then. Rocky wins the Cold War. Yeah. Yep, that's my favorite uh, one. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a good sports movies. Uh, even if you're not a big sports person, I think everyone's seen a number of these movies enough. Uh, but we have a bracket, a March Madness style bracket of 64 sports movies. Right. And my goodness, are there a lot of movies here? Two minutes. Yes. Yes. Did you have to say March Madness style like it was uh... <laughs> <laughs> trademark? We can't it's exactly like, say. Hey, this is the big game. You yes. know, <laughs> we can't say Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> March mayhem. Here we go. So the way this is going to go down listener is i'm going to bring up each match mm-hmm. and then we're going to have i'm going to abstain from voting alex is going to be taking my spot for the voting oh thank kevin i love it and then best out of three wins yes so we're going to take our votes and we do have four different regions right so starting with baseball baseball movies and then, and then we, football yep and then we have basketball movies and then we have other this right yeah and you guys like any just like the ncaa committee when they're going to choose who's going to be in and who's out <laughs> at random a 64 a 64 team single elimination although in in men's college basketball it's 68 because they have these weird playing games right the little wild card but hey just be happy i knew what seating was no good for you but i will say but i will say like i i would say that that you could probably do a full show on the on the movies that didn't make it oh yeah because that they're, well, just like in regular in right. real life college basketball there are teams that are sitting at home yes. on selection sunday and they're balling their eyes out and they're going to argue for years. They should have gotten in. And just like they're probably gonna, people are going to do that at home, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and we can have a boxing show easily because that's not even included. Yeah, it's yeah. not even its well, own category. Boxing, it's another. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of represented. It's weird. Jacob, did you look at the bracket before? We- <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just Dodgeball like is his favorite tiny, ba- tiny, boxing movie. <laughs> tiny selections <laughs> here. Well, and we, so, it yeah, there's, be its own. there's definitely, like we said, there's, there's tons of teams that don't make it into the Marsh Madness. There's also tons of movies that didn't make it into here. But we tried to pick ones that would best represent each genre. And we also seeded them, and this is going to be controversial. Yes, it will. But we tried to go with cold, hard facts, so we seeded them based on raw box office performance. So, so just so, like this they, is your fault if you saw this movie or not. Yes. This yeah, is basically the way Kent judges movies. Just think <laughs> of it if like they make that. money or not, because Transformers yes. would be one of the, my I favorite know, movies. I know. This, and this is exactly nuts. how Kent does it's it. It's an interesting way to do it because... Mm-hmm. 
teams have, are they go in basically based on record and their strength of performance during right. the season. Right. So if you have a bad record, if you're not doing well, and then you go, no, I should have been on there. You know what's not? I mean, I guess you just trying to like pull for that one cult movie who yeah. didn't, that's not going to work. They, they're not they're yeah. going to be in the NIT version of this. And so when you see like certain matchups come up, it's like, why do we pair these two together? It's because we seeded them one money. to 16 right. raw numbers of, and we're not even adjusting for inflation. It's just who right. made the most money. And then, or if you feel together. like a movie is low seeded, it's because it didn't do as well in the box office. No, no. it doesn't mean it can't enough. get the, it doesn't mean it can't get the, uh, the upset. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, are, yeah. Are we going to be judging by money at this oh, point? And just we, to explain there is this, no, we're going to break exactly. this down because, we don't want this just to be, you know, subjective for us, even though it totally is. Yes. It's uh, 33% performance, performance, 33% sportsiness. Uh, what? what was what? that? What was that term? Sportiness. 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 Yeah. Very technical. Yeah. And because, then, because if you're if you're a romantic comedy disguising yourself as a sports movie, right. you're going to get knocked down a and little bit. And 34% personal preference. Yes. Mm. So 30% performance. Then 33% sportsiness, 34% Alex, personal just preference. so you know, a lot Making of it comes to personal math. preference, and you're just trying to mess with us. That's 100% what we do. nostalgia is what I'm going with. <laughs> like, yeah. This one made me cry and think about my grandpa. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what these Durham shows. did that. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandpa was a rascal. <laughs> so I think nudity in his house. <laughs> <laughs> you no family friendly, huh? This is Alex. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Playing favorites. Yeah. So I think we should just get started. Are you ready to get started? Yes. Okay. And uh, like we said, we're going to go through just the and first round this episode and get through from knocking down from 64 teams to 32 teams. Yep. And Alex, because we are OCD, we will give the IMDb synopsis with each of these movies as well. Just so that the listener at home can know what movie we're talking about because, yeah. They need Hopefully reminders. it's while you're speaking this quickly because yes. these are yes. a lot of movies. They're, they're, one, they're one sentence summaries, so. Yeah. It's fine. All right, Jacob. And we never banter or go on too long or get distracted. Like this intro. Never. All right. <laughs> this is an intro? <laughs> this is the show, everybody. Thanks for listening. All right. All right. Our first matchup is A League of Their Own versus Eight Men Out. A League of Their Own. Two sisters join the first female professional ba- baseball league and struggle to help it succeed amidst their own growing rivalry. And Eight Men Out, a dramatization of the Black Sox scandal when the underpaid Chicago White Sox accepted bribes to deliberately lose the 1919 World Series. Now, both of these movies are actually... I, I, the, okay, so they're both classics. Like these are one people talk about, like Eight Men Out, League of Their Own. People know these movies, right? Yeah, but Eight Men Out, uh, the history of the the actual like story of the Black Sox, as they call them. Yeah, the big scandal. That's more. That's more Say thought. So the movie itself, Eight Men Out, I don't think got nearly the uh, the gathering that. Uh, In fact, it only made five million dollars at the box office. Well, here's, and there were some scandals. That's what yeah. I was going to say. By the way, is that uh, Eight Men Out is. The lowest grossing of all the movies we have on here that was theatrically released. Million. Every movie, like it's the nothing. low seed in the entire bracket? In the entire bracket. Wow. Every movie, all 64 movies, this was the lowest grossing Eight Men it, Out. This seems pretty easy. Is Eight Men well, Out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and look, it, there's going to be a, uh, there's gonna be a showing from, from one of the people who stars, you know, who's a character in all of this. Mm-hmm. Shoeless Joe Jackson comes up in one of our other favorite baseball oh, movies absolutely. a little bit yeah. later. So Eight Men Out, uh, upstage completely by... By the other Shoeless Joe Jackson later on, probably. We'll but get to that. But I will say A League of Their Own by by a landslide. Easily. I this would is, say the same. This is like a legitimate one sixteen matchup. Yeah. For sure. So we're taking it. League of Their Own advances, Jacob. It is a sweep. All right. Next match. Bill Durham. Bull, yeah. Bull Durham. <laughs> He's a Bill nice fellow. <laughs> He's a great guy. Bull Durham. Durham. Bull Durham. Yeah. Bull Durham. Versus Fever Pitch. Hmm. Bull Durham, a fan who has an affair with a one minor league baseball player each season, meets an up-and-coming pitcher and the experienced catcher assigned to him. 
And Susan Fee- Sarandon, yep. by the way. <laughs> yeah. She's seducing, she's seducing Tim Robbins and Kevin Costner. And Kevin Costner, yes. Uh, Fever Pitch is Lindsay is stuck in the middle of her relationship with Ben and his passion for the oh, Boston geez. Red Sox. Directed by Oscar-winning Fairly Brother. <laughs> starring really? Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Same guy did Dumb and Dumber. I know. Now, the Bull Durham actually has a lot of like love from like, it's, it's, critically. It's I went to uh, MLB.com, and oh, apparently okay. that's a site. I don't know if it's credible. <laughs> But they gave this the number one baseball movie. Sports Illustrated Bill also Durham. gave it the number really? one. Yes. Sports Illustrated gave it the number one greatest sports movie of all time. Oh, Bull Durham. Settle down. Right? Uh, I will Bill say Bill. that the advantage that Bull Durham has is it has huge names and in a time that they weren't huge yet. I mean, yes. totally huge. So, what it, but I mean, Peter Pitch has Jimmy Fallon, the host of The Tonight <laughs> Show. This has a little bit of, if you're a, if you're a hockey uh, movie fan, and I, I bet we're not going to see this one on the. I'm trying to look in other, but it's not there. Slapshot. Oh yeah, uh, that, that didn't make it. Yeah. Did not make it. But I'm saying it has a little bit of that. Like, oh, there's funny parts to it, but there's some serious parts. To it. I, Bull Durham is uh, it, Fever Pitch benefited from the fact that the Red Sox started to take yes. some. Yeah, because uh, some the thing is, there. the original ending of Fever Pitch was that the Red Sox were going to lose. Right. But then when they actually saw they were on a streak, they took them to the game and they actually were there when they when they, they broke the curse. They filmed there on the fields and, and they, yeah. they got on the field and then they had to change the ending that the Red Sox finally yeah. won. Broke it's kind of great because Jimmy Fallon is actually a Yankees fan and he yeah. had to be in this movie. He actually became an honorary Red Sox fan, like voted by the Red Sox. And Drew fans. Barrymore just showed up for another rom com that she was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. What are we doing this week? Okay, <laughs> so there you go. About it. Bull right. Durham for me. Yeah, Bull Durham. I gotta say, Bull Durham as well. Yeah, okay. all right. Looks it's kind of nice though because it's about the minor leagues, and it's always kind of fun to see like the uprising of certain you know certain players. Yeah, uh, watch the clean version. That's yeah, right. yeah. Yes. I was gonna say Joel. <laughs> Clear play is gonna be like yeah. ten minutes. The whole thing's about them seducing each other. Yeah. Susan Sarandon. She's like fifty since. <laughs> it's, that that movie. Honestly, yeah. yeah. It's a really shady part in the trailer. Don't watch the trailer. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. In a trailer? trailer or the trailer? The trailer. Uh, uh, in, yeah. <laughs> Don't watch the movie in a trailer. <laughs> Tim Robbins, Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon. All in a trailer. trailer. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Okay. All, All right, right, Jacob. Next match, The Rookie versus The Natural. Mm. That's a fun a line. Texas baseball. This is from The Rookie. A Texas baseball coach makes the major league after agreeing to try out if his high school team made the playoffs. The Natural, an unknown, comes seemingly out of nowhere to become a legendary player with almost divine talent. Now, The Natural is Robert Redford. The Rookie is Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Yes. And I'll say now, The Natural will have the following of like people who saw this when they were kids. Right. Did you it's guys watch school. this like multiple times yep. in school? Absolutely. Well, yeah. not only what that. What was up with that? I will, t- I will tell you. So The Natural, yeah, and there's, I'll, I'll tell you, if you ever read the book, Mm-hmm. It's markedly different from the actual movie. Do tell. Really? It ends completely differently. Wait, there's no big, you know, big game-winning home run? Oh, there is. The sparks it's like, there's like There's like 70 pages left, and like everybody's hearts are broken at the end of it. It's not a good ending Ooh. to read the book. Guys? Uh, Just spoil away. We're never going to read this. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, spoil. so in the end of Spoiler the book, alerts for the natural book. <laughs> my recollection was he cheats, and oh, he ends Roy up... Hobbs cheats? Yeah, he ends up cheating, and some kid, like... I mean, it's a classic, like... Say and the so. young man. Yeah, exactly. Like, this, like, walks by him and is like, why'd you do it, Roy Hobbs? You know, like... Oh, the, and that's how the book ends, is, like, this guy basically, like... His bat was corked. Yeah, I mean, it's like... It, it, it ends... I mean, the, the home run... Mm-hmm. Uh, getting hit into the lights. My and recollection. The sparks out of the coming book. down. I read yeah. it in tenth He's grade. He's bleeding in the side. Right. I remember. I remember reading it in tenth grade and being like, "This is a sham." I saw the movie, <laughs> but uh, it'll carry way more. Ro- the rookie is a number five seed. I'll I'll tell you because the story is based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. It's a real guy, mm-hmm. and it's a good movie, and it's a Disney movie too. And yeah. so it's got that. It's got like a well-produced situation going you, you on. You say Disney movie, so Alex, there's sometimes I do this thing where I read something off the Parents Guide and IMDb. <laughs> 
And sometimes I just want to warn the audience based on like what they need to watch out for in this movie. And in this movie, we see Jim in bed shirtless. And in a later scene, we see the same thing as well as Lori's bare shoulders. Okay. As she talks with him in bed, but nothing inappropriate occurs. So it's probably PG. I'd watch out. (laughs) Nothing inappropriate (laughs) occurs. Wait, is it PG or like early 80s PG? No, no. This is 2002 PG. Okay. So legit. PG? Yeah. Yeah. Not PG PG that we got away with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still. Sentimentality only. Rookie was a great movie. It was well done. But The Natural is like the classic sports movie. I'm going to go with The Natural. Oh, I'm going Natural as well. That moment is bigger than anything. It's another sweep because The Natural is one of the first movies came to mind when we thought about this show. Mm. Yeah. Rookie's a good movie, though. It's It actually is. And that's a tough matchup. But The 12 upsetting the 5 in college basketball is also very, very... Uh, that's something that happens all the time. So this feels right. Right. Sports facts. Sports facts. There you go. I learned 12, something. I can say that 12 now. and 5 I'll is a like, real yeah. upset and real. Everyone looks at that 12 and 5 upset. I think that, well, we were doing a Do You Even Sport Bro show years ago, and it was when was the last time or a 16 seed upset upset a, one, a number one seed, and it had never happened. Ravenclaw, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. It never happened up to that point, and then it finally happened this past uh, last year. Oh, yeah. For the first time ever, and Little Caesars had to shell out a bunch of pizza for it. <laughs> that's why I know about yeah, it. I was going to say, free food. Free food. They were like, come between 11.45 and 11.46. <laughs> At night, and you'll get your free pizza. <laughs> Indeed. For yeah. lunch. All right, next matchup. Field of Dreams versus For the Love of the Game. Field of Dreams. An Iowa corn farmer hearing voices interprets them as a command to build a baseball diamond in his field. For the love of the game, after 19 years of playing the game he's loved his whole life, Billy Chapel has to decide if he's going to risk everything and put everything out there. There's a lot of everything in that movie. Mm. That's, a, that's a terrible Kevin Costner synopsis. versus Kevin Costner. Yeah, and yep. it's not even close. It's the first Kevin. It's the only Kevin Costner. Hold on. For the love of the game is number 25 on the MLB uh, list. So. Yeah, but for the love of the game only made $46 million against a budget of $50 million. It that's didn't even make its budget back. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Good work, Kevin. We don't even need to spend much time on no, this. No, no, I've no. Been, I've been to the field of Field of Dreams in what? Iowa. Oh, yeah. We is it heaven? A, we did a Cougar Tourist Sports. Trap? We did, it, is, it actually really? is great because it's free. <laughs> What's there? Okay. That's good. Uh, like a monument you've talked Joel into it. The house yeah, is in. exactly where the house is in the movie. I mean, it's right next to the field. Did it's they, on did they sell so- hot dogs you can choke on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't, but the benches are there, and I had a catch. Oh, really? At the field, yeah. Did, did you die? Uh, not with my dad. It was with Dave Noriega from, <laughs> from KSL Radio. Uh, who is a dad, so He's I guess like, that yeah. it works. <laughs> yeah, that kind of connects. But I have at my house two ear, two ears? Two, two ear ears. <laughs> two, <laughs> please, please say it. You're say ears of corn. Corns. <laughs> <laughs> two ears. Hobbits of corn. Two hobos, do I say. <laughs> You're ruining this for me. Got a no. necklace to keep it on him. <laughs> no, two ears two of corn from the field. Oh. Uh, we got there late. It was dusk, and the guy was mowing, and he's like, yeah, I just go out there. He's like, grab grab some corn. It's all dried up. And, oh, that's great. And I'll, the, the funny thing is, is that it's... The field is cut in half basically by the ownership of the of two families. Oh, and they are not happy with each other. Huh. And like, uh, one is where the field is and where all the stuff is, and mm. like, they kind of cut it off weird, and it, it didn't end well. One of the families is like, "No, this is going back to corn." The other's like, "Come on down and pin seventy five dollars to see your family." It's all free, but it's a it's a cool thing. Oh, okay, I'll check that out. All right, Jacob, what's up next? Next round is the bench warmers. <laughs> Bench warmers. Versus Major League. This is a this is a good one. All yeah. right. The Bench Warmers. A trio of guys try to make up for missed opportunities in childhood by forming a three-player baseball team to compete against standard children baseball squads. Major League, the new owner of the Cleveland Indians, puts together a purposely horrible team so they'll lose and she can move the team. But when the plot is uncovered, they start winning just to spite her. Mm. So it's Rob Schneider versus Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Which is honestly, right now... 
a pretty good matchup because <laughs> well well maybe yeah so this one i actually want to bring this up too because I, I looked up rotten tomato scores for each one of these movies What's as well rotten tomatoes that corrupt it's, site yes okay and uh <laughs> the scores of all true the bench warmers yeah. the bench warmers is actually the lowest scoring of all the movies well so come on it's a happy madison 11 percent 11 percent from the bench warmers john heater <laughs> though is pretty low J- john heater in his final movie role So it was actually funny. Adam Sandler actually cast uh, David Spade and Rob Schneider specifically to force them to work together because they were in a big spat. So he says, we'll put you in a movie and uh, force you to be friends. And it it actually did pretty well, like monetarily. It made $64 million. No chance. I've never seen it, actually. I've never seen that one. It's wild. I have, and it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about Benchwarmers? Yes. I've seen it. But Major League was one of those ones I watched growing up as a kid. I I really do love it. The Wild Thing. Wild Thing's amazing. Uh, Jobu uh, with uh, David Palmer from 24 is actually the Jobu guy. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's just one of All those. state insurance, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. Wow. You in good hands. <laughs> bats. That's amazing. Bats for bats. Uh, so I'm going to go with Major League. Major League, big time. Sweep. Right. Big okay, time. we've got to stop sweeping. We've got to disagree sweep, at some sweep. point. We'll, we'll get angry at each other eventually. We'll see. You guys agree a lot. And by the way, Alex, if you want to be like the tiebreaker, mm. the controversial one, you jump right in. <laughs> It'll, it'll, but it'll so come. far, it's like, yep, winner. It's, it's going to winner. Come. I'm going to make you guys start going. I'm not going to go first anymore. I went first that time. Oh, okay. All right. Next match. 42. Okay. Versus the Sandlot. Mm. 42 in 1947, Jackie Robinson becomes the first African American to play Major League Baseball in the modern era. The Sandlot. In the summer of 1962, a new kid in town is taken under the wing of a young baseball prodigy and his rowdy team, resulting in many adventures. Ooh, well said. So, uh, 42. Starring small squints. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, I was going to say, 42 uh, actually stars uh, Wakanda Forever. Stars, uh, uh, his name is Chadwick yeah. Boseman, and he hates Wakanda Forever. But uh, And then yours <laughs> stars uh, no one that we that has gone on to anything James else. Earl Jones. Barely. Darth Vader. But and it's the also filmed in Utah. <laughs> but I think, I think I'm going to say Sandlot simply because 42, good historical drama, but Sandlot, that's nostalgia in a bottle. That is so much fun. Even though I didn't even play baseball that much with my friends. That, that feels nostalgic Is to it me. just a local favorite, though? It made $33 million, whereas 42 made $95 million. And yeah. I know here we love it, and we will push these people to have reunions almost every year. And I think they're getting <laughs> a do it again. I think they're getting a movie or some relaunch they're series. They're doing TV series. They're doing TV series with the original cast. Is it KBYU TV, kids? most likely? Probably. <laughs> yeah. It might be an affiliate of KSL kids. <laughs> No, they're not. <laughs> we look over. Well, Alex. <laughs> yeah. So this movie has been played the most in the DVD player in our car. Uh-huh. Yeah. The house where uh, where um, Smalls mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, who ends up being the Dodger? Uh, 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 I can't remember his name. Vinny? No. What's yeah, his name? I was saying, uh, either way. Yeah, we know I'm, him. I'm re- the, it's around the corner from me here in Salt Lake. Right. It's like we drive by it and my kids are like, that's where they had the 4th of July party. And it was filmed here in Rose Park, where the baseball the baseball field is here in Rose Park. Nice. And the neighborhood's up in East. Is Salt it Lake. still there? The field is like just a vacant lot still, and it's they made it into a field for that, and it's just fenced off, empty lot now. You which can't is really funny because you could actually get two hobo ears in Rose Park, <laughs> <laughs> but the so, two feuding families that's right, that's yes. right for the price yeah. of one. It, I feel bad though because Forty Two is such a great story of Jackie Robinson, it's, and it, Chadwick does an amazing. The story Harrison is, is good in it. Look, the story is amazing. Right. Would you say it's maybe a little too late? Like if this came out in the '80s, this would have been a far better movie. Well, and it took itself quite seriously. And the and and the they may look. 
in terms of a, a movie make, you know, right. they did such a great job, and the writing's great, and and Sandlot. also, not many people know this, but 42 is actually the prequel to movie 43. Yeah. And it's the answer Ooh. to life, uh, uh, the universe, <laughs> and everything. That, yeah, like, well, in terms I don't of, want to reference that movie. I yeah. hate it. Historically, the story is more important probably than any, other base, any of these other baseball movies. But to our childhoods. But Sa- The Sandlot has Wendy Peppercorn in it. Yes, Wendy, yes it does. Spoiling. <laughs> <laughs> is that the lifeguard? I've yeah, been watching her for my entire adult life. That's one of my favorites. Still. Ones. Still. So we're all going, we're sweeping the I'm saying I'm saying 42 just because I want to give it a vote. It. Yeah, uh, oh, I should have gone for a fever pitch then because I don't care for then accuse Joel of racism. <laughs> oh, every week, just another episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next match, rookie of the year. We should have had that against the rookie mm. versus. It's raw numbers, Jacob. Angels in the outfield. Mm. So rookie of the year, when an accident miraculously gives a boy an incredibly powerful pitching arm, he becomes a major league pitcher for the Chicago Cubs. Funky butt. Lovin'. Yeah, did you say funky butt loving? <laughs> Uh, Angels in the outfit when a boy. <laughs> that's the first time we've ever Context. said this on Bacon Cell. <laughs> family friendly. Uh, when a boy Myself. prays for a chance to have a family, if the California Angels win the pennant, what is this movie? Angels what? are assigned to make that possible. I mean, I remember. Excuse I just forgot you that Danny he wanted De- a family. Danny DeVito. Wait, you uh, this, right? What's his name? When I was Jeff, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, oh, Danny, Danny Glover. Glover and Tony Danza. Tony yeah. Danza. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you watch Rookie Whereas of the Year? Rookie, yes. Rookie of the Year, okay. you got Gary Busey and Daniel Stern. Like. So I get these movies confused other than the, the flapping of the wings and yes. the weird angels in the yeah. outfield, yeah. obviously. Christopher Lloyd is an angel. Where are the angels? Yes, kid? he's like the lead angel. So here's so, the thing. Uh, MLB gave Rookie of the Year number 20 of nah. all time, and they gave Angels in the Outfield 22. So really yeah, close. close. They are yeah. very close. Like both of these in my mind, I really close enjoy. Close in seating as well. Yeah, right. they are close in seating. Yeah. Tens and sevens, that's another big upset. In, uh, uh, I'm going to actually have to go with uh, Rookie of the Year just because that was one of those childhood really fantasy movies. Yeah, because every kid's like, you get your arm, you're like, okay, I'm going to throw yeah. like him, but it never worked that way. I tried to breaking my arm so many times as a kid, never healed like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, one movie has Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and that's Angels in the Outfield. Oh, okay. Playing the it gets the win here. just for that. <laughs> yeah. Your crush, your man crush. So, Alex, you were now the tiebreaker. Yeah. The problem with uh, Joel's pick is, is I shed a tear in Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, there we go. And that one gets the W. Oh, Rookie of the Year is out first Crying round. for Alex always gets the win. Mm. Oh, funky butt-loving. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never be said again on Bacon Soap, probably. <laughs> next, oh, every week now. Sorry, yeah, kids. Yeah, Joel's cleared it. That's yeah, it. Okay, next match. Moneyball versus Bad News Bears. The, this is a Walter Matthau. Yeah, it's 1976 Bears. Yeah, okay. Bad News Bears. This is uh, Oakland, so Moneyball, Oakland A's general manager Billy Bean's su- successful attempt to assemble a baseball team on a lean budget by employing computer-generated analysis to acquire new players. And Bad News Bears, an aging down-on-his-luck ex-minor league coach, coaches a team of misfits in an ultra-competitive California little league. Walter Matthau, uh, Jackie Earl Haley as a kid. Kids drinking beer. Yes, all it's, the it's time. 76 was a different time. So here's the thing. At the end of the movie, they celebrate, but the kids all celebrate by spraying beer at each other. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm playing my hand. I'm not giving the vote to Moneyball in this one because I, even though it's about baseball, it's like it's about Brad Pitt. It's about Brad Pitt, (laughs) and it's all they do in this movie. They think it's brilliant, but it's does he get on base? Does he get on base? That's the whole philosophy in this movie. But it worked. Like everyone uses sabermetrics. No, no, no. The actual true story works, but the movie. Is even though it's Aaron Sorkin, it's so Aaron Sorkin, and he thinks he's brilliant because he says, "Can he get on base?" One of these films was nominated for six Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Actor for Brad Pitt, and Best Supporting Hill for uh, Best yeah. Supporting Actor for Johnny. So Hill. It was bad news. The other Bears. one is Bad, bad news. Bears. Bears. Two, two direct sequels and a remake. Oh, that's that's good. Is that uh, not success? I, I will say sequels. I will say that you do a remake typically because the first one didn't have the lasting power. 
Didn't have the staying power. True. Spider-Man? True. I, can, I can make that case for remakes all day long. Okay, but Moneyball is the answer. Ah, it's Moneyball. It's, uh, it's, it's Bad it's News Bears. And, that's, and the thing is, Bad News Bears is a beloved one by and many I, but people. I, but I buy into your Aaron Sorkin thing. He is way too into himself. Way more. Right. Oh, yeah. he, has, he has come full circle and is now writing a movie about him. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's got great dialogue, though. The dialogue is so fast. It's amazing. So good. <laughs> all right, next match. The blind side. Oh, we're into football we're now. Football. Football now. Oh, football yeah, region. we have moved on. Yes. Moved to football. Should you call that out? The bill side. The bill side. <laughs> the bill side. The bill no, Durham this is, side. This is the, the bird side or something. i got to switch <laughs> it up. And Brian, or versus Brian's song. Now, Brian's song, okay, so I, I said that uh, the, the, lowest, the lowest grossing was eight men out. Brian's song is actually made for TV movie, so it didn't make Release any money. Release later. But I kind of give that one a pass. The Blind Side, however, is the highest grossing movie on these? this list. That's amazing. $309 million. Out of anyone on there. And now, only made for now, $29 Now, keep in mind, that's not, that's not including franchises like Rocky or right. uh, Karate Sandra Bullock. Like that. Sandra Bullock. Come on. But three hundred ninety. She brought it in. So, so Synopsis Blind Side, the story of Michael Oher. Oher? Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Or. Or. Michael yeah. Oher. Yep. A homeless and traumatized boy who became an All-American football player and first-round NFL draft pick. All right. And Brian's song? I mean, it's going to be hard not to cry. <laughs> Based on the real-life relationship between teammates Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers and the bond established when Piccolo discovers he is dying. Did you guys watch this in school as well? No, I was watching no, Go Towards was, the Light. This is like my dad going, you sit down and watch this movie, son. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, we're going to watch so, Brian's song together. Okay, right. so a little, a little uh, KSL reference here, if I may, Alex. Absolutely. So I was uh, looking up Brian's song and reading about it, and then I pulled up the music for Brian's song, and it was this version. I don't remember the guy. It was like Edward or Ed something, but it was this version where he was singing lyrics to the, to the music, the main theme of Brian's song. Uh-huh. It sounded exactly like Stephen Powell. Steve Chantry, oh, Light of Seattle. Up. It was. I couldn't even finish it. I'm like, I'm getting the creeps Steven, now. Those so. Stephen Powell songs are they're creepy. That is not a good endorsement for Brian's song. Right, <laughs> no, it's not. But what very is, different. What is the moment from Blindside that you guys? Because every one of these movies has this inspirational, like, oh, just my heart is going moment. I saw the Blindside, Blindside? one time, okay. and all I could think was, uh, it's a, it's a good, it's a great movie, and and, and it deserves to move on. Even over Brian's song, but even with the crying. that speech that Gail Sayers gives when he gets the award and says, I don't know courage, the one that deserves this award is Brian Piccolo, the true yeah. hero. That is the moment. But in the up. blind side, every single thing that Sandra Bullock says is one of those things you can put it like in a cross stitch up on your wall. Yeah, <laughs> oh, everything's the same. And saying. that's a good thing? Yes, because she's full of those good sayings. Cliches, full of cliches. I'm voting blind side. Yeah, blind side for sure. Brian's song. Oh. Brian's song does not advance. You were, you were hoping that I was going to go full on. That was that, that made me cry. 16 versus 1. It, it was. I, I'm just telling you, blind side is just a. I mean, Brian's song is. You've seen it one time and never decided to go back. Yeah, I liked it. Brian's enough. song was the movie Your Dad, the man who cares about you. <laughs> there'll be, another, there'll be other movies that my dad brought in my life. If you we, got, we got to get through all these. <laughs> all right, I do match. this a lot. Invincible versus Varsity Blues. All right, so Invincible, based on the story of Vince Papale. Papale? Yeah, you got it. Thank you. A 30-year-old bartender from South Philadelphia, Bill. born and raised. From the playground is where he spent most of his <laughs> days. Who overcame long odds to become the NFL's Philadelphia Eagles in 1976? This is when they used to have open tryouts. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like Dick Vermeil was the coach, and he used to have them. He used to have these. Speaking of a guy who cries all the time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he. Yeah. It's it's a it's a and it's a Mark Wahlberg, Greg Kinnear, Elizabeth Banks in this one. Yeah, that's it's, nice, but does it have Dawson in it? Because Varsity Blues is about a backup quarterback <laughs> has chosen to lead a Texas football team to victory after the star quarterback is injured. MTV production, by the way. 
Oh, see it. Well, that's, 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 that's good. Varsity Blues is one of those that I was like, oh yeah, yeah that's the scene with the whipped cream. I get that. I get that mixed up. No, that's the program. No, 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 that's Varsity Blues. I get them mixed up. Joel, I remember. <laughs> dare. Family this friendly. is 1999. Yeah, kids, 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 he was eating an ice cream sundae at <laughs> All said Baskin Robbins. With the whipped cream. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Invincible is is actually, it, it's one of those Disney ones, Disney feel ones, where it's like, it's a good heartwarming story, but the facts aren't exactly right. The, the, yeah, the, the, when, the, when, the, when the actual story is, is laid out, you kind of go, oh, that's a little disappointing, but it's a great... But it makes it sound like he was, he was just a bartender that played pickup games in his backyard, but the guy actually played for Delaware County Rough Touch League, and then he did, went Take semi-professional... Rough before. Touch. This is a family show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he went semi pro somewhere. And so, like, he played football before league? he went there. He wasn't yeah, just, but like, those are not NFL. That is not even close. But I'm saying he, they make it seem like he was just some kid off the street. And, like, he actually was a football fast. player. Basically, hey. is it Rough Touch League? Rough <laughs> Touch. Well, no, he semi pro. That was actually almost the name for our podcast. This <laughs> the, the Rough, rough Touch League. The Delaware Rough Touch League. And Kent, your varsity blues, you want to say anything good about that? There's a whipped cream scene. Paul Walker's, in, hey, Paul Walker's Paul in Walker. it, and he's dead now, Joel. I'm giving it to Invincible. I will, I will also say, here's why Varsity Blues gets my vote. <gasps> oh, oh. Varsity Blues is, it's an MTV show, blah, blah, blah. John Voight is the head coach. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. This he's is a, a Texas high school. It's supposed to be set at kind of a Texas high school and how kind of corrupt things get there and whatever. It is like right on with, with some of these, like how parents and how. Because you grew up in Texas. Yes. Right? And a lot, of, a lot of the way the parents are kind of dedicated to the game and everything. Some of the stuff's a little bit weird. Like when they go to an adult establishment and it just so happens their history teacher works there, it's like, okay, yeah, all right, <laughs> right. fine. They're going to give him a cortisone shot in his knee. But, yeah, oh, yeah. But it, it's like, I don't know. There's a fat guy in it who he's playing football. I was also a fat guy who played football. <laughs> Varsity Blues gets my vote. Wow. Okay. Well, here's the thing, Alex. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this site is an actual sports site, but it's called The Score. <laughs> So it could be a sports site. They gave Invincible number 12 of football movies of all time. Mm, Varsity wow. Blues got number 11. So it's Varsity Blues with wow. the win. Wow. <laughs> there is some like... They give James Vanderbeek. Giving it to Varsity Blues. James Vanderbeek also in there with a really terrible Southern accent. Right. Y'all, yeah. y'all watch me throw the football this weekend. And you're like, okay. <laughs> you put that needle in him. We're not going out on the field, coach. <laughs> coach, I don't I don't stand for this. <laughs> Billy Bob. He's One like, day oh, I'm going to make it out of Hicktown. <laughs> Yeah, I love that Varsity Blues won that. that they had no business right winning that. Yeah, Save it for the Varsity Blues shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay, shows, plural. Shows. All right, next match is Remember the Titans versus Leatherheads. Oh, wow. Now, this this one, okay, we shouldn't spend too much time on this because Remember the Titans, well, I should give a synopsis, the true story of the newly appointed African-American coach and his high school team on their first season as a racially integrated unit. Mm. And Leatherheads. In 1925, an enterprising pro football player convinces America's too-good-to-be-true college football hero to play for his team and keep the league from going under. Directed by George Clooney, starring George Clooney, John Krasinski, <laughs> John and Rainer Krasinski, Krasinski, yeah. Remember the Titans? That has Denzel Washington, was Ryan that as Gosling. Was terrible a movie as I remember? It, it was, was just bland. Pantier. It was just straight just up bland. bland. Is that what it was? Right. Yeah, Leatherheads is highly stylized. It was kind of... No, so, okay. Yeah. My, when I watched Leatherheads, the first half, I'm like, I'm actually enjoying this. And then it turned like this slapstick farce. Well, like, I think, in my opinion, it's like George Clooney wanted to make a Coen Brothers movie, but he got yes. the recipe wrong. Yeah, he doesn't know how to do I it. I thought it was he a sequel tries. to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's why I watched it. Leatherface like and then Leatherheads. So, no question. Remember the Titans. Definitely. But the fun Titans. facts about Leatherheads. The extras were all paid about $9 per hour. 12 out of 14 people found that interesting. <laughs> so, you know, it's Remember the Titans. Thanks, IMDb. <laughs> all right, next match. The Waterboy Water versus... Necessary roughness. Wow. Oh, now see, this Cassie is messed up. Settle down. I know. Yeah. So Waterboy, the Waterboy for a college football team discovers he has a unique tracking 
uh, unique tackling ability and becomes the member of the team starring Adam Sandler, Kathy Bates, Henry Glurton, Feruza Balk. Wears necessary roughness due to NCAA uh, sanctions at Texas State University. Fighting armadillos must form a football team from their actual student body. Starring Scott, Scott Bakula, Scott Sinbad, and Kathy Ireland. Kathy Ireland, Jason Bateman. Yeah. Okay, now this is actually wow. a difficult one for me because both these movies are dumb fun that I enjoy. Yeah, this yeah. is a really hard one for Kim, too. So I have to let you guys go. Well, first. here's the thing. Necessary Roughness was a movie I rented, and my mom told me that I can't watch it after uh, I rented it. That's funny. Right? I love that kind of stuff because she saw the cover of the, yes. mo- of the thing. No, it's and my, and that's it's why Scott I rented Bacula it. from Quantum Leap, and I was like, he's in a movie. <laughs> and so this one does have more nostalgia as well. And there's, you know, they actually have Did football. Did you ever end up seeing it? Oh, of course. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, I don't want to tell you about it's the other movies I saw movie, when I was that age. <laughs> it's not great, but, but it's got the Ireland. It's, it's got Dick Buckus, Jim Kelly, Jerry Rice, and I assume they're football players. Roger Ebert gave Necessary Roughness three out of four stars. No, he did wow. not. Are you kidding me? He did. <laughs> Seriously, thing, I never cared for The Waterboy. Never did. I thought it was always the lesser of the, the Adam Sandler comedies The Waterboy is actually one of my time, favorite Adam Sandler movies. Which is crazy to me. Uh, Necessary Roughness, I've played on the field that they filmed this movie at North Texas, uh, at the University of North Texas. Okay. Uh-huh. It's in Denton, Texas. Does not have anything else for me going for it except for, uh, and they had really, like they had the bad helmets and the bad gear right. and stuff. Yeah. And I, I hate when they get some of those things wrong and I don't know. So you're voting for Waterboy. Waterboy is it. <laughs> Waterboy. Yeah. I'll vote for Necessary Roughness only to give my oh, love I changed there. my vote. Necessary no, Roughness. No, no, <laughs> no. Necessary no, no, Roughness. No, no, no. Then I have to go Waterboy. <laughs> no. I think, I think it's Water- No, I think Waterboy should advance. No, it just should. Sweep it. It, it should yeah, advance because it. it's the it's the more reference one. Like, you can do it. Yeah, no yeah, one remembers really Necessary Roughness except for us. But they should because Kathy Ireland's in it. Yeah. Of all the countries, Kathy Ireland is my favorite. All right. Next match. Any given Sunday versus We Are Marshall. Mm. Any given Sunday, a behind-the-scenes look at the life-and-death struggles of modern-day gladiators and those who lead them. Directed by Oliver Stone and starring Al Pacino, Dennis Quaid, and Cameron Diaz. We Are Marshall, when a plane crash claims the lives of the members of the Marshall University football team and some of its fans, the team's new coach and surviving players try to keep the football program alive. Directed by McG. McG. I'll stop there. Matthew McConaughey and starring Matthew Fox as mm. well. All right. So this is actually Matthew Fox. This is so Alex, have you, you've seen Any Given Sunday. I've seen Any Given Sunday. There, I've seen We Are Marshall. There are about 3,000 cuts in Any Given Sunday. Like this movie is all over the place. It's, it's like the intro of Moulin Rouge, but the whole time. <laughs> and But here's the thing. like it's got some, brought up Moulin Rouge on a sports show, you I, nerd. Listen, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah, there's nothing you need to say about Necessary Ruffin except for the, the head coach is Al Pacino. And uh, also, also starring, don't forget... Uh, Jesse from Saved by the Bell. That's right. Mm. She is in that. So right after, right on the heels of, uh, what was the other movie she did? There's Saved a, by the Bell. It was only Saved by the Bell. <laughs> There's a dancing one. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's all I remember. <laughs> so bottom line is, uh, I will say that uh, Any Given Sunday has some really good football scenes, like good hitting and whatever. It tries to give some sort of a weird kind well, of look into the NFL. But right. Behind the scenes of a general manager. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I like We Are Marshall, and it's got a really good moment where the the, the plane crashes. Are, How dare you? <laughs> the students are cheering a We Are Marshall outside the uh, president's that's, office. It's gonna make you cry. It's a good scene, but I will say the one that's more memorable to me and doesn't just get forgotten is Any Given Sunday. That's interesting. Uh, it kind of I will say We Are Marshall has that because it's one of those movies that if you don't know the story or you think I gotta watch this because I know the story, right? You watch it one time. Any given Sunday, I will yeah. on any given Sunday if it's on at some point. And I go, yeah. oh yeah, I'll keep watching. Yeah, this it's on a little TBS bit longer too, but still, it's like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Foxx, yeah, 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 Jamie Foxx. Yeah, uh, any given Sunday. Yep, so me too. It's a sweep for any given Sunday. Mm. Sorry, we are Marshall. They apologize to their families, would you? Oh, oh. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that was dark. All right. More like we were Marshall. Oh, no. Right? Stop. <laughs> what just happened? Well done, sir. Okay. Next match. The longest yard. We're from- sorry about this, Alex. We didn't go with the 1970s one. We went with the, the Adam Sandler one. Because yeah. we hadn't seen the Burt Reynolds one. Burns. Oh, uh, of the longest yard? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Either way, it's okay. garbage. And uh, <laughs> wait, wait, we gotta, we gotta get. No, it actually doesn't matter here. It doesn't matter because what's matter. going on? Here's oh, the thing. Yeah. This is like a number three seed, which is the longest yard because it made 190 million dollars. Up against a number 14 seed, which is Rudy. 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 So let me just give a quick fact about longest yard. Roger Ebert gave it a thumbs up. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. your, that's, that's your. It fact. made 190 million dollars at the right. box office. I it's watched Adam it. Sandler I remember movie. seeing it and. And uh, it, it's it's fine. It needs to be the shortest time on this program, though, as right. the longest Right, and show. Rudy proceeds. And Rudy proceeds. Rudy moves on. All right, what do we got next, Jacob? Ver, uh, Friday Night Lights versus The Replacements. Mm. Friday Night Lights, based on a book which pro- profiled the economically depressed town of Odessa, Texas, and their heroic high school football team, Clear, Our, Clear Hearts, Clear Eyes, Can't Lose. No, what is it? No, that's a... Uh, that's a TV show. That's but, a TV right. show. Yeah. yeah. It, that doesn't but count. They, it doesn't count. Although it is but, the legacy. But Connie Britton is the wife of the head coach Love in Connie both Britton. the movie <gasps> and the serious? TV show. Yes, 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 yes. What? Oh, so there's the replacement starring Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman. During a pro football strike, the owner hires substitute players. So... A very similar to story to what we've already people's talked about. Jobs. Yeah, Friday Night Lights is great. If you read the book, it is like a really dark dive into... It's basically... They're trying to put Varsity Blues, like the cartoony nature of like what these right. kids can get away with because they're on the on the high school football team. It's legitimately real. This is written by a journalist, and mm-hmm. the book is amazing. And I think they did a great job in the movie with the Billy Bob Thornton version. Would you say yeah. the movie or the TV has a better legacy? Because I hear people talk about the TV show way The TV more. show went on for seasons and seasons right. and seasons. Yeah. It had nothing to do with uh, Odessa Permian, which is okay. where it's just like a, a historic football okay. program in Texas. There's a moment that I watched uh, actually today from Friday Night Lights where uh, Derek Luke, he is cleaning out his locker, essentially. He just got injured, and he walks out to his uncle's car and just starts bawling and says, all I can do is football. I don't know what to do now. And it's touching. Like, it is the moment of the movie. Well, and I think it's just about which one's... But it's against a Keanu Reeves movie, which is pretty dangerous. Keanu Reeves versus Billy Bob Thornton. No, no, the problem is, I think I think Friday Night Lights has the legacy here. But I think replacements, one of those forgettable ones. Yeah, that you're kind of like, oh yeah, argument. oh yeah, that Yuna's one. kind of great. So Keanu Reeves was in John Wick, and all of a sudden he became a legit hitman in real life. I think, like, really good at like gunplay. Okay. But Keanu Reeves was also offered a tryout with the Baltimore Ravens after doing this. After movie. this? Yeah. Really? Well, he was Johnny Utah in uh right. in he was a, a former quarterback in uh Yeah, it wasn't for that knee injury, he would have gone pro. He'd have gone pro. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be Friday Night Lights. It's it has to be. I think Friday Night Lights is the right choice. It's a, it's a well done it's a well done movie. I like it a lot. Randall replacements Gene Hagman, he'll show up later in the in the show. He's going to show up like 12 times yeah. at this thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, next match. Jerry Maguire Versus Little Giants. This is the latter. Jeremy, Gu- Jeremy Maguire, when a sports agent has a moral epiphany and is, and is fired for expressing it, he decides to put his new philosophy to the test as an independent agent. And it stars Tom Cruise, Cuba Gooding Jr., and Renee Zellweger. And directed by Cameron Crowe. Who had me at hello. Uh, Thanks, Joel. Yes, before her face changed. Uh, Little Giants. Uh, oh. Misfits form their own opposing t- team to an elite peewee football team coached by the elite team coach's brother. Uh, starring Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill. So one of these movies... <laughs> Was nominated for five Academy mm. Awards, including Best Picture, Best Actor, uh, and they won Best Supporting Actor. One of these has so many quotable quotes. The other one has a snot bubble. Uh, moving right along, it's Jerry Maguire. It's Jerry Maguire. But guys, the parents' guide in Little Giants <laughs> says, two kids talk about kissing. The girl in team tackles the handsome quarterback so she can lie on top of him. <laughs> oh, I do, I do want to bring this up. How many people found that interesting? I do, want, I do want to bring this up because I found this interesting. So Little Giants 
is based on, not based on, but inspired by a McDonald's Super Bowl commercial. Oh, really? They had a Little League really? uh, commercial play, and then the director of that commercial got a call from Spe- Steven Spielberg, and he said, I want to make a movie. I want you to direct it. I want it kind of Little League football. That's mm-hmm. what I want. So still, still drunk from his Super Bowl party. <laughs> right. All right, so that takes us at the end of football. We're halfway through. Yes. Football is done. Halfway through. We're now moving on to basketball. The worst region in this entire bracket. There really were some bad basketball movies. Which is evident yeah, by the number one seeded there's choice there's some here. stretches here. All right. First match. Space Jam <laughs> versus... Number one seed, by the way. Yeah. Versus Hoop Dreams. A number 16 seed, somehow. Now, here's the thing about Space Jam. is A lot of people have a lot of love for... Oh, I should get the synopsis. I'm sorry. Well... Space Jam, in a desperate attempt to do a lot of product placement and win a base- basketball match and earn their freedom, the Looney Tunes sink the aid of retired basketball champion Michael Jordan. And Hoop Dreams right from is... IMDb. It's yeah. a documentary. It's a film following the lives of two inner-city Chicago boys who struggled to become college basketball players on the road to going professional. Starring? You, uh, documentary... Uh, Ag- Do- and Andrew and William, I can't remember. Are these Aggie? Are they, his last name's Aggie. I can't remember. His first do they name make though. it? A G? Yeah. Uh, it's no. A, it's so a, I have the follow up on him, Alex. You you know? No. Yeah. It, uh, well, you read it if you've got like a if you've got like a, a right. I just know that one of them became a pastor, and the other one. Uh, let me see here. Okay, so William Gates became he got injured and then ended up becoming a pastor. And then Arthur Aggie actually ended up uh, being charged with aggravated battery for punching a woman in a West Suburban Forest Park. Who? So That's very specific. Starring a fellow. So yay! Uh, hoop but dreams. Is, hoop, but hoop dreams. <laughs> very real. I mean, it's so a documentary. amazing. That was one. I remember that was one of the first documentaries I sat down to watch. Is like I'm going to watch this documentary, and it blew my mind. Just yeah, but this real story unfolds. The comeback in the second half by the Looney Tunes of the uh, monsters. <laughs> monsters. The monsters. Huge. I d- okay. Hold on, Alex. You're going first on this one. Uh, I'm gonna get uh, this. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. We'll get killed for not moving Space Jam forward, but but I mean, we have to because R. Kelly, right? Oh, back it away. You know what? <laughs> I believe back, back in away. Fly. I'm gonna go straight with Hoop Dreams now. Hoop Dreams. <laughs> Are you voting Hoop Dreams? Yeah, I, I really. I'm hoop voting- Dreams as an actual like real you win sports movie. It's Hoop Dreams. I, I didn't see Space Jam until I was much older. It does not have the nostalgia for me. <laughs> I'm voting for Hoop Dreams. But yes. Bill Murray's in Space Jam. For like five minutes. Still. Your second shot at Space Jam coming up in 2021 with LeBron. Uh, yeah. Hoop dreams. <laughs> wow. We just knocked out. sweep to a number There's one seed. There's so many mad at people. But if you're mad at us, please try and defend Space Jam as a good movie and not just nostalgic Gatorade. It's a number one seed. Yeah, it's a number one seed because it because made it's 230 box million. Box, uh, that's 230 that's million. 1996 money. Hoop, yeah, that's a Hoop lot. Hoop dreams made 11 million. Yeah. All right, next match, guys. But Hoop Dreams was only made for Give a budget of Give some of it to 000. those kids, would you? Those, the, the felon and the other guy. But look at that. So Hoop Dreams was made for 700000 made $11 million. So it That's made good. a lot of times as right. well. Nice. All right, next match. Glory Road hmm. versus Hoosiers. <laughs> so Glory Road, starring not Matthew McConaughey, Josh Lucas. Right. Uh, in 1996, West Texas, or Texas Western coach mm-hmm. Don Haskins led the first all-black starting lineup for a college basketball team to the NCAA National Championship. Okay. Starring Josh Lucas, Derek Luke, and Austin Nichols. And, and Hoosiers. John, and John Voigt. Yes. Oh, and John Voigt, yes, yes, yes. Hoosiers, a coach with a checkered past and a local drunk train. And a small and a local drunk train. There's no comment there. Get on board to the drunk train. If we don't make a movie called Drunk Train. We're all fired. <laughs> yeah. That's a Spike Lee joint. I'm pretty so, sure. High school basketball team becomes a top contender for the championship, starring Gene Hackman, Barbara Hershey, and Dennis ah, Hopper. Okay. And it's just w- listen. I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start criticizing Hoosiers right now. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. It, I mean, it's moving on big time, but 
the love the love story they tried to make between oh, yeah. Barbara Hershey and Gene Hackman Mm-mm. is the worst. Right. It's it's awkward and when he kisses her, it's like it's like both of them. It's I don't. It was drunk train. Prefer, it was, it was, it was two drunk, drunk trains train. hitting each other. I prefer Barbara Hershey shooting Robert Redford with a black veil over I'm her just, face. I'm just telling you it, that is the worst. It, it, it's the worst part of one of the best movies ever. Right. Glory Road. Uh, fun fact became uh, so Texas Western became uh, UTEP, which is where my brother played his scholarship oh, football days. Yeah, there you go. So I've I've as Kramer said. El Paso, Texas. I spent a month there one night. <laughs> and uh, that being said, Glory Road, true story, great. and uh, Well, true-ish, because apparently Texas A&M Commerce was very upset with their portrayal in the movie as racist, terrible people. Oh, yeah, so whatever. They demanded an apology, and Disney didn't apologize. They just said, this is not a documentary. Do you know what I love about these <laughs> movies? Most of the movies on this list is that it really only gives the U.S. box office, because worldwide, honestly, like Glory Road made $300,000 worldwide, but $43 wow. million here. So I'm ta- I'm sorry. Foreign markets three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand compared to forty three million here because oh, these not are mostly American yeah. sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, domestic is really where it's at. For I most sit next of these. to an Australian man here at the office. I'm like, how do you like basketball movies? He's like, eh. you talk about footy. He likes to talk footy. about the footy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I said, are there any footy movies? And he's like, not really. <laughs> eh, well, not we're really. Gonna, we're gonna get to some of those. No, Australian rules football. Oh, the oh. not the not good kind. Did of, you guys uh, officially vote? Did we officially vote on that? Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Hoosiers all the way. Big time. All right. Next match. Coach Carter versus Blue Chips. Coach Carter. <laughs> Controversy surrounds high school basketball coach Ken Carter after he benches his entire team for breaking their Fury. academic contract with him, starring Samuel Jackson and Channing Tatum. And Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, Shaquille is he in that one? Oh, no, sorry. No, he's, he's, he's in, in mine. Chips. He's in Blue Chips. I'm reading Blue Chips. I'm on the drunk train right now. A college <laughs> basketball coach is forced to break the rules in order to get players he needs to stay competitive. It's really Starring Nick Nolte, Shaq, and directed by William Freakin, who directed The, the Exorcist. Exorcist and The French Connection. Really? Right. He directed Blue Chips. And Blue Chips was a bomb. Made $23 million against a budget of $35 million. Did you take money? That's what it is. That's <laughs> did the, you take money? That's the, the goblet of fire. <laughs> but here's the thing. like Nick Nolte really did his research. Like He shadowed Bobby Knight during the entire 1992 season. He wrote a 200-page like thesis about what it would take to be a coach. Hmm. Nick Nolte, he but might be a little great. crazy. But Coach Carter, I mean, based on a true story, and I really feel like Samuel L. Jackson's performance in Coach Carter is what makes the movie better. Nick Nolte's performance in Blue Chips is what makes the movie mediocre. I'm voting for Coach Carter. Uh, ESPN gave Coach Carter Kent. number 10, and Blue, they gave Blue Chips number 4. Kent, you go. <sighs> and Alex can break. All right, I'm going to... Uh, mm. Or not break. Coach Carter. Sorry, Alex. Uh, shoot. Do you want to yeah, vote for Blue gonna Chips? Go, I was going to go... I've never seen Coach Carter. What? Oh, nope. really? Okay. Blue Chips. You, you should watch it. It's a sports movie. You'll like it. <laughs> they seem I've to be up your alley. <laughs> All right. Next matchup is Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's a basketball movie. This is, this is a documentary, right? <laughs> Versus He Got Game. So mm. Teen Wolf we've talked about before, but an ordinary high school student discovers that his family has unusual pedigree when he finds himself turning into a werewolf. And plays basketball. And he got like games. Qualifies. A basketball player's father must try to convince him to go to college so he can get a shorter sentence. Directed by Spike Lee, starring Denzel Washington, Mila Hohovich, and Ray Allen. So, uh, Team Wolf, I want to point this out. We talked about how it was made on a shoestring budget, like $1 million. Right. They, want, they said, we want to make this movie for practically nothing. It made, I think, I can't remember the domestic anymore. It was like $30 million or something like that. But worldwide, $80 million. It Mike, made 80 times But here's the thing, Joel. Back. Michael J. Fox hated that movie. He did. He's embarrassed to be in it. But it's, it, I mean. Is Nathan Fillion the Teen Wolf 2? 
No, that's Jason no, that's Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. But, Sorry. Okay, the so third, the, re- and the reason why he's like, in the third one. People though. are like, why is Team Wolf on her? But Team Wolf's on her because it's all about basketball. And the ending is the big game with the slow motion. He wants to be himself. Slow motion, doing his free throw shot. It's cheating. It's a, a movie about cheating. No, but it's a movie about steroid use. Yes. <laughs> Dog steroids. I'm voting for Teen Wolf on this one. One of these is definitely all about basketball and it has the number two ranking on ESPN.com. Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf does not. Which, by the way, I want to point out, the director of Teen Wolf also directed Beethoven's Second and K-9. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Way into dog movies. Apparently. And, and he didn't and do Air movie, Bud of all the background that he had with basketball and What's funny animals. is this movie actually debuted number two. Teen Wolf debuted number two to Back to the Future. Wow. Oh. Like Michael J. Fox's movie. So do we go more basketball-y or the movie we actually love? I've seen Teen Wolf maybe a hundred times, so it's going to be Teen Wolf. What about, what about last year? Uh, probably. Oh, yeah. hundred more times? <laughs> Yeah, you, you were just counting like from like January to now, right? I'm just I'm just talking about like on the free Saturdays that I have. I'm oh yeah, right. Year. It's Teen Wolf. In a yeah. we're, we're knocking out. He got game. Yes, we are. We Why didn't even give it any love. Going. Anyone give it any love? No, you can. I don't want to. All right, next <laughs> match. <laughs> Poor Denzel. Oh, Ray Allen's in it. He plays basketball. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Good job, guys. He's a real basketball player. Right. Was us. No, no, he got game. (laughs) Let's speak for it. No, he got game was one of those funny things because, like, apparently Kobe Bryant was supposed to, supposed to be in this Mm. movie, but then after his big loss to the Utah Jazz, he went back to kind of just training and doing his own thing, and he wanted to focus on that rather than doing a movie. But uh, and then ESPN ripped this movie apart, talking about all the factual inaccuracies about this movie because. Like they talk about things how coaches aren't allowed to discuss potential recruits until after the signing period. They aren't allowed to visit a college one week before the signing deadline. Like it's just like right. There's so many things. Kind of, yeah, they just kind of glossed over. And college basketball coaches never break the rules. So. Yeah, never. <laughs> Blue chips. Yeah. <laughs> or how about real life? Rick Patino. Jeez. Yeah. No yeah. joke. Anyway. Yeah. Why didn't they talk about the rules in Teen Wolf? <laughs> He's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's exactly. A, it's a movie about cheating. <laughs> there's no rule that says you can't be a wolf boy in basketball. <laughs> All right. Next match. Like Mike. Versus Airbud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this seems like a fair match. Yeah, it does. Too Let's awful. talk about the deeper philosophies in these movies. So, uh, like Mike, a 14 year old orphan becomes an NBA superstar after trying on a pair of sneakers with the faded initials MJ inside, which stands for Mary Jane from Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and that makes sense. Airbud, a young boy and a talented stray dog with an amazing basketball playing ability, <laughs> become instant friends. So, like Mike, Aww. stars Little Bow Wow, Jonathan Lepicki. Uh, it's directed by uh, John Schultz, who actually directed uh, Drive Me Crazy, featuring Kent Dunn. Yeah, I was a cameo in that movie. And A Christmas Prince, colon, The Royal Wedding. Oh, I, think they made a like Mike. I think they made it like Mike, too. They did. They made it really? like Mike, too. Had nothing to do with the original characters. Had nothing to do with magic shoes. Did huh. you read that Jesse Plemons is in Like Mike? Is he? Yeah. I didn't. It's kind of strange, right? I didn't I mean, that. you don't really know who he is back then. He's six. So, I need to speak to Airbud. Please speak to Airbud. Airbud has 37 sequels. The legacy of this movie <laughs> no, it doesn't. is well, it No, it had the spinoff of it Buddies. Has Air, it has the you, you hockey one. Have you no, I know, but I'm saying, I'm hockey, saying that football. there aren't enough sports to try to figure it out. No, it's no, Space Buddies, Spooky Buddies, Christmas Buddies, Santa Buddies. So it's every sport. Airbud okay. also has like four sequels itself, and that has the whole Buddies collection. Uh, the parents got on, on Airbud, though. I had no though. idea that existed. Did you guys know that Airbud is actually the same dog that played Comet in Full House? Guys, that's going to oh. be the next like patron request, is that we watch all of those. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that right now. <laughs> all right. Um, I got to vote for Airbud, though. It's Airbud. Airbud, it's, it's a dog playing 100%. basketball. Yeah. Really? And it's like, it's the kind of thing where they Airbud the sweep. <laughs> little Bow Wow, like, little yeah. Bow Wow just lost to Airbud. <laughs> yeah. All right, next match. Finding Forrester 
Is that a sport? Or is no. It, is it no. a sports movie? That is was, it that a chess was one that, movie or is it a sports movie? It's a writing movie. Oh, that's right. So it's Sean Connery's movie. the English teacher. Yeah. Well, You're yeah. the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> First well done. I forgot about the it. Arab there. It's great. So Finding Forrester, a, a young writing prodigy, finds me, a mentor in a reclusive author. And the Arab there, uh, Jimmy Dolan is a college basketball coach who wants a big promotion. To get it, he needs to find a... A uh, tall basketball player in Africa. How much, Lady Sonoho movie. How much basketball was in Finding Forrester? Exactly? So that's the thing. I watched that one a couple of times. That, I can the school, the school's it. like next door to. It's, he plays basketball. That's where he kind of sees. He plays street ball. Is it just ball. like street ball? Yeah. Street yeah, yeah, ball. yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, it keeps popping up on all the basketball movie is, lists. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. But the more this research I did. Movie, no, the more research I did, I was like, this doesn't feel like a sports movie with for me. I'm going to have to go with the air up there. Well, there's a better movie here and there's a more sportsy movie because Finding Forrester is a good movie. It's a great movie. You're the man now, dog. But the air up there is all about basketball, and it has our namesake, Kevin Bacon. Plus my favorite line, we named the dog Indy. <laughs> that's that's not them in that movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, I'm going air up there. I have to go with Finding Forrester. You just got to like the movie so dang much. I like it too, but I, I just was like, man, that's not... It doesn't feel like it, a basketball movie. It's not movie. a basketball movie, even though it's on every single... Like, you look for best basketball movies, it pops up every single sequel. Right, what big, is it? It's air up there, even though, even though I don't really care for the air up there. Mm. I had to vote for for sportsiness. It's inversion. That's what they call it. Because that's 33% sportsiness. <laughs> it's 33% right. sportsiness. This is a science we have to follow. It's true. All right. Next up is one of Joel's favorite movies of oh, last year. No. Uncle Drew Ugh. versus Love and Basketball. Oh. So Uncle Drew is the one about, the based on the Pepsi Max commercials, about the, uh, what's his name, Kyle Irving, Ky- Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving, yeah. He dresses up as an old man and plays basketball with old man Shaquille O'Neal yep. and old man uh, uh, Patrick Ewing? No. Uh, there's like well, a whole no, host of like them no. get together, but there's there's a ton of like old basketball players they get in there. But they made a script out of oh, it. Chris Webber, Chris Weber, Reggie Miller, Nate Robinson, and uh, and WNBA player Lisa. I can't talk. Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie. Leslie. Whereas love and basketball, Monica and Quincy love and play basketball together through any life challenges from childhood to adulthood. So love and basketball is a drama, a love drama. Oh yeah. And it, it, but both you both of the leads drama, are trying to play basketball. Uncle Drew, I cannot stand that movie, and I will Wait, not why? vote for it. I, it was so it's technically terrible. the most basketball players in it you it's can true. get. It's true, but athletes aren't great actors, and I can't stand the movie. You just don't like them dressed up as old people. No, it's that's the, the whole the whole joke is like, look how old they are, but they're not. Ha ha ha. Okay, so I couldn't mm. stand that movie. It was on my worst hated movies of 2018. Oh, nice. I, I have I to love it for Love and Basketball, even though it's a love drama. I didn't see Uncle Drew, and so I have to give it to Love and Basketball based oh, on that fact alone. Uncle Drew, 100%. Yeah? Yeah? Because I love Pepsi Max. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. No, Boom I watched quotes. it. My kid, my kid watched this movie, and he was like so excited for it, and then he's like, all right, bedtime. Well, like, like, after it was over, like, all right, bedtime. Yeah, I'm good. Well, here's this the thing. So, like, I thought it was going to be goofy fun, but I think that uh, they just wanted to make it too serious because there's, like, goofy stuff happening, and then he'll stop for a minute and be like, wait. You don't stop playing because you get old. You get old because you stop playing. Uh, I was trying to remember that so quote. Deep, Even though they're all wearing makeup and it's yeah, terrible. Mm-hmm. It's weird too. Their like eyebrows are really bad. It's yes, like, it's bad. It's really hard it's, to watch. It's basically like a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> yeah, that or it's like they all they, they got the same makeup guy as like the Santa Claus with Tim <laughs> Allen. It's like so bad. <laughs> uh. All right, next match. Oh, this is the miscellaneous category. Oh no, oh, no, no we're not yet. We're almost there. Yeah. We are almost there. White men can't jump. Versus above the rim. So so white men can't jump above the rim. Both are about dunking. Uh-huh. Yes. White men can't jump. 
Black and white basketball player. What? Let's try that again. Black and white basketball <laughs> hustlers join forces to double their chances of winning money on the street courts and in a basketball tournament. Drunk train. Starring Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson, and Rosie Perez. So above the rim, a story of a promising high school basketball star and his relationships with two brothers. One of one a drug dealer, the other a former basketball star, fallen on hard times, now employed as a security guard. That's very specific. Starring Tupac. Oh yeah, and then mine was actually directed by Ron Shelton, who also did Bill Durham. <laughs> Very impressive. Durham, yes. So above the rim has over 100 f bombs. I just thought you guys should know that. It's in the parents' guide. Bull Durham. Uh, <laughs> above the rim. Oh. Above the rim. Bull Durham with. I'm Tupac. pretty sure white men can't jump can rival that. Yeah, that's got to be up there too. So here's the thing. Uh, above the rim is number five on ESPN's list. White men can't jump for basketball movies is number one. Wow. One? Yes. Uh, I like this. I mean, the thing is, is, Tupac is not actually a very good actor. No. No. Uh, I mean, it, he's, uh, he wasn't, no, he wasn't do the right thing. What was the sequel to uh, Boys in the Hood? Boys in the Hood 2. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Boys to Men. <laughs> no. He was, he was in that, uh, that second one. But uh, no, it's for sure the better movie of, of the two is, um, is got to be White Men Can't Jump. Yes. Wesley well, Snipes and Woody Harrelson is great. It's well, a great that's combo. just it too. Is it, it's not just a basketball movie. There's like the kind of the con artist thing to it. it makes it more fun. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with White Men Can't Jump as Easily. well. Easily so above the, the hustle. Rim, the hustle. Sweep. Above the rim is out. It's out. Okay, gentlemen. We are now on to our miscellaneous category. Which this one has the so, best. We 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 Region honestly here. could do this a whole so bracket weird. with like all the other movies, I and mean, maybe we should, but we didn't. We put it in here as 16. We picked the 16, maybe best. Oh, these are going to be tough. Maybe best. Maybe best. It's more like random picks. Like, All right, let's get how started. How can we get? Let's start with Rocky versus <laughs> Caddyshack. Oh, my gosh. Some of them have sports in them. That's a tough one versus 16, by right. the way. Well, because Caddyshack is one of those classic comedies that everyone knows and loves. And then, you, oh, I guess we should get into it. So let me get the synopsis of Rocky. Tell me about it's Rocky. It's Rocky. <laughs> Rocky Balboa. If you, you don't know what Rocky does is. Does it have the one next to it because it's we're talking about Rocky 1? Is Rocky, are other the Rockies scene, coming it's, up? It's the franchise. Like, we're talking about the franchise. Oh, well. the franchise? I know. We can we really I mean, you, but the franchise it. includes the franchise. five. No, 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 that doesn't down. exist. We no, erase five that brings from the average history. Down. But mm. yeah, it's Rocky versus Caddyshack okay. One and Caddyshack Two, and Caddyshack Two is included there. So yeah, Creed sure, as well. Caddyshack Two is the Rocky Five of the Rocky movies. story. That seems like a spin-off, but meh, if you want to. So Caddyshack, go, yeah. yeah. Wait, you want to give the the uh, exclusive golf course has to deal with brash new mem- uh, a brash new member and a destructive dancing gopher. Directed by Harold Ramis, though, and honestly, great cast. And then there's Rocky, which is unbeatable. I'm gonna have to give this one to Caddyshack. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> My vote counts for more than all of you to combine. By the way, this is the only movie that but uh, Ch- Caddyshack is the only movie that Chevy Chase and Bill Murray have appeared together and appeared in together because they do really? not like each other. No, they do not. Because of a feud back in the SNL days. I'm going to blame Chevy Chase for that one. Yeah, you Doesn't should. Doesn't he seem like the one that would be No, no, he's, he's notoriously hard to get along with. History will not be kind uh, to Chevy Chase. It already is not, but right. it isn't. Bill Murray is well-beloved for one reason. Chevy Chase is hard to work with for another. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going Rocky on this one? All the way. Okay. Right. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Hold Sweet. on. Let's think about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Next match. Kenny Shack is funny. <laughs> Thanks for that, Joel. I, I just feel, <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad that it got put against Rocky because it probably it might have gone farther. But yeah, you feel really bad about what you did. Next match, Invictus, Not me, the box office versus the Mighty Ducks. Wait, what's Invictus? Invictus. I'm not gonna do the because do people really know? Uh, yeah, Nelson Mandela, as in his first term as the South American president, initiates South a unique American venture. president, South African. <laughs> 
And he's the president Asian? of all of South America. I'm Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> Initiates a unique venture to unite the apartheid-torn land. Enlists the national rugby team on a mission to win the 1995 Rugby World Cup. Yeah. It's a rugby movie. And... The Mighty Ducks, a self-centered Minnesota lawyer, is sentenced community service, coaching a rag, drunk coat, or drunk training, a ragtag youth hockey team, starring Emilio Estevez. Invictus has Morgan Freeman, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That's, that's the movie Matt Damon took instead of Avatar, as I recall. And is that, he did get it, but he got a nomination for Best Supporting Actor, I believe. So right? obviously, uh, Invictus made a whole lot more foreign accent. markets than it did here. It only made about $60 million here and $84 million overseas, which So it made makes $122 sense. Million did worldwide. It, did right. it make its budget? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's not a lot of CGI for the rugby movies. <laughs> no, although a lot of CGI on Matt Damon's pale face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you guys not love Matt Damon on this program? No, it's fine. Eh. He's just, it's, yeah, you've seen Team America? Yes, of Matt course. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That happens every time we say his name. So. Against Mighty Ducks. So Invictus and Mighty Ducks. And Mighty, they were talking D1, D2, and D3. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> D1. Which D2. one is the one Iceland's in? Is that the first one? Oh, I, think I think it's, it's the, the second two. one. Yeah. Either way, uh, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks all, all the way. way. I'm sorry, Invictus, you were boring. Mighty Ducks wins. <laughs> Apartheid, etc. Moving <laughs> <So> on. <laughs> we didn't say we were sensitive on Bacon Sale. <laughs> okay. Talladega Nights mm. versus... Shake and Bake. Miracle. Oh, my god. You didn't gosh. say the full name of Talladega Nights. The Ballad so. of Ricky Bobby. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So Talladega Nights, when a French Formula One driver makes his way up the ladder, Ricky Bobby's talent and devotion are put to the test, starring Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, and Sasha Baron Cohen. Miracle tells the story of the true story of Herb Brooks, the I'm player's I'm pretty sure Talladega coach. Nights is a t- true <laughs> oh, story. Oh, I'm sure. Too. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, the one who led the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team to victory over the seemingly invincible uh, Ivan Drago. Can't Russian want you to do that synopsis Again! 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 Here's the thing, Miracle, uh, uh, so Kurt Russell, Patricia Clarkson in this movie, is apparently the truest sports movie out there. Really? Closest to reality, based on what they say. And I'm talking based on what the coach actually said, actually you know, got, in the locker room and everything. hockey players involved. I think Joel was the only one technically alive during, the, during Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I actually went to it. I was one of the team players. <laughs> here's, here's a sad note, though, if I may bring the room down oh, for a wow. bit. Oh, wow. Thanks, Joel. Uh, coach Brooks, who Kurt Russell plays in the movie, he yeah. died in a car accident just before the uh, movie the was movie released. movie was released, yeah. And so they actually did a dedication to the end and said that he never saw it, he lived it. Some miracle. I'll bring the room back up. What? <laughs> Kent? We're already being insensitive. Not that insensitive. <laughs> it was like a Some good 25 miracle. minutes ago that you made the plane joke about yeah, Oh my uh, gosh. This was 15 years ago, Joel. Statute of limitations for comedy. No. Well, in Talladega Nights, Will Ferrell praised the baby Jesus. So That's true. See, things even out. Yes. What? Talladega Nights is one of the good Will Ferrell comedies. It's. I'd say this is actually, Talladega Nights to me is right before Will Ferrell went downhill. Like that's when he was around, like the right. Anchorman era, and then he just did this movie. This and, and John C. Riley and he oh, were really good, so good. But but Crashers, Stranger Than Fiction, that's all around uh, there. And then he started going downhill after. And now it's just Holmes is the best one they've done. How is Miracle only twelve though, in terms of making so money? It made so 40, the, 64 million worldwide. Talladega it, Nights made one hundred and sixty. By the way, million. Miracle only made about sixty sixty seven thousand dollars overseas. Uh, Crazy, of course. Yeah, in yes. Russia they made like five, made right. five dollars. It was actually banned. Five no, you'll yeah. not see this movie. Uh, so the we won that game. You, I do not remember, comrade. <laughs> uh, miracle, if, even if it is true or not. Uh, how well they did the movie. You didn't need to. You right. didn't have to go that far off. It was so crazy. The the American team taking on the Russians. I, I will say too. 
in terms of sports events mm-hmm. that are recognized as the most important sports events in the history of like modern time, mm-hmm. it's always Michael ranked number. Sick of the Jazz game. 1996 yeah. uh, female gymnast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it actually is that Nadia Comaneci. Yeah. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, they Don't have. They have. Uh, it's always number one on everybody's list of, of like the most important sports event. That has happened. That's any any like sporting That's the event. event. What do you think about the movie? Alex? Movie. I'm gonna go. I, and Kurt Russell. I love. Yeah. And he's married to Goldie Hawn. Are they married? Yeah, I think they're yeah, married. Ish. I think they're ish. Maybe they're married. Common I'm pretty law. sure they are. They are married. Twelve seed beats the five seed. Miracle moves on. Agreed. I'm gonna vote for Talladega Nights just for the pity vote because I, it's so it's good comedy. It's fun. Yeah. It's so entertaining. I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. I can't believe they're so mean to his grandpa Chip. I know, but then they get they get they're well more well behaved at the end. And Ken, I can't believe you voted against Amy Adams. Oh, I did. Oh yeah. Oh no. Talladega Nights. Ah, uh, <laughs> mm. I'll be okay. All right, next match, dodgeball versus. Oh my heavens, the wrestler. Dodgeball. These could not be two different movies, by the way. I, that's the thing is like dodgeball is like this dumb goofy comedy, and then the rest is like a huge drama. Yeah, so right. dodgeball yeah, totally synopsis: A group of misfits enter a Las Vegas dodgeball tournament in order to save their cherished local gym from the onslaught of a corporate health fitness chain, starring Ben Stiller, Christine Taylor, and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, a faded professional wrestler must retire, but finds his quest for a new life outside the ring a dispiriting struggle. Directed by Darren Aronofsky, and stars Mickey Rourke, Marissa Tomei, and Evan Rachel Wood. Mickey Rourke got the uh, got the uh, lead actor. Yeah, that year. as he, he should did. have. He was good. It, it was amazing, and one of the most poignant, sad moments in, oh, yeah. in movie at history the there. was when they're at that. He's talking to his daughter. Well, there's there's all, all sorts of right now, right? Yeah, right. All <laughs> when they're all in that like convention, and there's like eight, oh, there's like oh, eight of them. They're all they're like sitting, sitting around there. the fold up chairs. Yes. And they just. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like your heart. You think about how like the the highest of highs, the lowest of lows. But then, that. but then, Dodgeball gave us that's the a bold Ocho. move there. Though, Dodgeball really. gave us the Ocho, and the Ocho is one of those jokes that I think keeps on giving. Keeps is that is that seriously from that? Yeah, the Ocho oh, is from wow. they did from the Ocho. And in fact, ESPN has done for the last couple years. They they pick a day and they play the Ocho where they give love to like obscure sports right. on like ESPN, on like U ESPN or ESPN Two, yeah, ESPN huh. News or something, yeah, yeah. Huh. So but also also Dodgeball gave us the famous "I just threw up a little bit in my mouth" quote, which everyone seems to use now, and no one gives credit to Christine Taylor in Dodgeball. Oh, oh, okay. you just did. Well, and yeah. the wrestler moves the on. The world is balanced. The wrestler <laughs> is an Oscar-winning performance. If you can dodge a wrench, you, you can, can dodge, dodge a ball. ball. But I got to give it. Who's to the in that? Who, who is that? that <laughs> does Justin that? Long and. Uh, uh, Jim Rip James Torn. is in it too. Rip Torn. Torn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and you get the oh, you get the gif too with the Chuck Norris doing the thumbs up approval. That's from yeah, that's that movie. Right. Hmm. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it it's pays a out for bold him. strategy, Cotton. Yeah. Okay, next match is going to be Days of Thunder versus <laughs> Bend It Like Beckham. <laughs> Man, these are weird matchups. <laughs> I know the other category is so random. Okay, All right. Days of Thunder. A young hotshot stock car rate driver gets the chance to compete at the top level, starring Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, and Robert Duvall. And Bend It Like Beckham, the daughter of. The- Orthodox Sikh rebels uh, rebels against her parents' traditionalism and joins a football team starring Parminder Nagra and Keira Knightley. That was a good effort. Yeah, I tried. Days of Thunder based on a real... Loosely based. Loosed on uh, uh, Will Bates... Uh, uh, what was his name? Titch- Tim Richmond. Loosely based on his career. Yeah, but also uh, Dick Trickle, who's... Oh, uh, yeah, that's right, because his name's Cole Trickle. Sorry, is that real name? <laughs> it, and that's what I was going to say, is that Cole Trickle in the movie is actually, they had to change it because the real the guy's real name was Dick Trickle. Wow. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so, so Days of Thunder. <laughs> no, Days of Thunder, that's actually, I believe that's the movie where Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise met. 
Oh, maybe uh, it, it's a really it's a really good movie, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and I actually really enjoyed Days of Thunder. The score is great. It's directed by Tony Scott, who did uh, Top Gun and right. Man on I Fire. I cannot get on board with Ben like Beckham either. I, I just could not, even though Keira Knightley's in it. Right. Did we already read about it? Yes. Oh. Yeah. I'm voting for Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Uh, Days of Thunder. This was in the days when Tom Cruise tried to do his own stunts, and he actually crashed the car a few times. So they took that privilege away from from him. So <laughs> they actually had a stunt driver for the, him. The because, stock oh, cars really? are notoriously difficult to drive. Those, oh yeah. The bank turns are like well, basically like you being up on the side of a house. No, there were drive. scenes where he wanted to read his lines, but he didn't want to memorize them, so he put him on the steering wheel, and he's reading them. He totally crashed. Oh my gosh. Right. Don't read in your scripts and drive, kids. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it's a. Pre- uh, it's a pre- but I do. I do want to give some love drive. to Bennett Like Beckham because it was the first ever Western-made film to air on television in North Korea, and it was a phenomenon back in the early 2000s. No, it was a we were we were obsessed hit. with it as like a like mildly for a little bit. Right, they, they made a stage musical version of it. They plays like, are you for real? I'm for real. There's a stage musical version of Bend It Like Beckham. But there's also a stage play in Las Vegas about Days of Thunder. No, there isn't. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of Australian guys. (laughs) No, that's right. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. (laughs) Oh, that's Knights of Thunder. Yeah, no, it's not. (laughs) I will say, so back in the day, we actually, uh, David Beckham came and played here in Utah. David Beckham. He came and played here in Utah when he was playing for Real Madrid. He played for uh, Real Madrid, and Real Salt Lake had just started up. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so – and then we had a reporter at the time at KSL. She's, uh, she was able to get David Beckham to say that he loved listening to Nightside. Hey. Oh, that's awesome. So if I have it – I'll pull it up here. I can find it because he actually – I have David Beckham says – Saying that he listens, I love listening to Nightside. Yeah, so, I'm it not kidding. Like he's in the room. Right. I know, but you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm actually really close to pulling it up. Yeah, I have. Here it is. Do your version of it again, Kent. I love listening to Nightside. Of course, I listen to Nightside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right on. Boom. Of course. Oh, of course, of I course. listen to Nightside. I'm always like, that's like one thing. You can fire me from this building, but I'll always have this. Of course, I listen to Nightside. <laughs> David Beckham. He married Posh Spice. She's sure doing okay. You know what? Maybe she just interviewed you, Kent. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you 15 years ago? So, well, hmm. yeah. All right. Next up, Watching Barstool. The right, this Thunder moves on, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. We've got two matchups left, by the way. <laughs> this one's so weird. All right. They're all weird. <laughs> yeah. The miscellaneous category has given us some weird matchups. Yes, it has. Oh, my. With. This one especially. <laughs> Alex's face right I, now. I hadn't seen it. <laughs> He's disgusted. <laughs> He's disgusted. <laughs> I wish there was video. Gosh. Um, million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. Versus Shaolin Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're basically the same movie. Yeah. So Million Dollar Baby. A determined woman works with a hardened, hardened boxing trainer to become a professional. Mm. Starring Hilary Swank, Clint Eastwood, and Morgan this? Freeman. Uh, Shaolin Soccer came out 2001. Uh, young Shaolin follower reunites with his discouraged brothers to form a soccer team using their martial arts skills to their advantage. Directed by Stephen Wong, starring Stephen Wong. Stephen Chow. Chow. Don't just say. <laughs> don't just say. Don't just say Asian last names. Oh my gosh! You cannot just say Asian last names. Get away with it. I'm cutting that from the show. How? <laughs> How are you cutting that from the show? You've been walked. Oh my goodness. Uh, so million dollar baby uh, made 216 $216 million dollars worldwide. Ninety one percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Four Academy Awards, including Best Picture. Overrated. It was. Shaolin Soccer got 42 but it was million just, worldwide. It was a bad year, I think. There wasn't a lot of good movies there. Uh, it also is just like, it's tremendously sad. Oh, <laughs> the end oh yeah. Awfully right. sad. Like, you watch that, you're like, why did I. Watch yeah, I know. This? You're like, I and got then you get the ending of Shaolin Soccer, and you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you haven't seen Shaolin Soccer, because a lot of you probably haven't. Like me. It's so ridiculous. It's like Looney Tunes yes. soccer, ah. but with live action. And, like, there's a team, the, the team they play at the end is called Team Evil. 
perfect. Like it's hilarious yeah. the way they do it, and like it's very, it's very kind of Kung Fu Hustle. You ever heard or seen that? Kung Fu oh, Hustle, yeah. another one by okay, Stephen Chow. Okay, this is the movie he made right before. Okay, but it's it's hilarious. But uh, it did all right at the box office. I. I want to give my love to Shaolin Soccer. Well, you no, should because stop. it's... You just did. It got it's, way more attention than it's no, no, gotten. No, no, it's cult no status kidding. at this years. point. Like, it actually wasn't even released here. People had to actually just pirate the DVD, and it spread. I, I would own so, Shaolin Soccer. So it is... So it's ironically good, so it means not good. No, it's like... It's one of those goofy comedies that you're watching, like kind of like a Monty Python thing, where you're okay. watching it going, oh, All this right. is legitimately funny, okay. even though it's an unusual style of humor. Okay. Now, is that the one with the fingers? Get married? Is that the one with the fingers? Fingers? Yeah, there's a guy who does like the kung fu with the fingers. Those movies. Are you no? thinking of like Kung Pao into the fist? Yes. That's yeah. yeah wrong movie. Yeah, a little a little less goofy than that. But so, so less Alex, goofy than that. You're going yes. million dollar baby because you love sadness. Yes, absolutely. An actual boxing movie. True, Joel? but it's an actual soccer movie. <laughs> um, I gotta give it to Million Dollar Baby. Why? Come on. He wanted, he I wanted wa- to do the counter vote, Joel. <sighs> I I know, but I wanted to do. I gotta. I I, I love Shaolin Soccer, but in the sports movie bracket. Million Dollar Baby's got to advance. Shaolin soccer. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) All right. Last matchup. Last matchup of the episode. No, two more. Two more. Two more. Sorry. You liar. Get my hopes up. I lied. I lied. I had to scroll down. Okay. Cool Runnings versus Cinderella Man. Mm. So Cool Runnings. (laughs) When a Jamaican sprinter is disqualified from the Olympic Games, he enlists the help of his dishonored coach to help start the first Jamaican bobsled team. And Cinderella Man, the story of James Braddock, a supposedly washed-up boxer who came back to become a champion and an inspiration in the 1930s, directed by Ron Howard, starring Russell Crowe and Renee Zellweger. I watched Cool Runnings fairly recently. Showed it to my kids for the first time. It's a great movie. Not as funny as I remember. Like, still no, good movie, but I was like, you just yourself, John Candy's in it. It's going to be more funny than I... Well, like, and I remember all the lines, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be hilarious. My kids love it still. Yeah, they, my kids liked it too. But I, it's still a good movie. Also, full of historical really factually inaccurate. Yeah, not a lot yeah. of historical there. Uh, Cinderella Man, though, I want to point this out. Apparently, to boost ticket sales, AMC advertised that they would offer a refund if you were not satisfied with the movie. And then Cinemark did wow. the same thing where they said, we'll give you a money back guarantee if you don't like this movie. And I think they said like 50 people ended up demanding their money back. People. Yeah. <laughs> 50 people. Yeah. 50 people to see it? But they're a little, they're, like, they were trying to pull people in the theaters because people weren't seeing so it. So I, yeah, I, I found a fun fact about Cinderella Man. The real life Jimmy Braddock, his mother gave birth to him. He was 17 pounds at birth. What? That is a no. lie. That's a true story. No, you can't that, be 17 then you need to, pounds. Then you need to put it in pounds. the movie. This put it in the movie. Put that, that scene in the movie. Bend it like Beckham. Bend it like Beckham in childbirth. <laughs> it's just it's the first seventeen. <laughs> the first thirty-seven minutes of the movie are just the childbirth <laughs> and deliver. Uh, he was is, a giant of a man. Oh, baby. He comes out. He comes out. He's swinging. He's Cinderella right. Man is good, but Cinderella Man is lost in the shuffle of boxing. Oh, movies. you're kidding me. This is one of the best boxing. I'm voting movies of for all Cool time. Runnings. Oh, it sounds I mean, like it's going to I mean, I like Cool Runnings. I'm surprised you voted for it, which means yeah. we can sweep this thing. We can get the W with Cool Runnings. Alex, Whoa. come yeah. on, got it? Cool Runnings. Cool Nancy? Runnings cannot beat Cinderella Man. It, it is a did. great movie. That just happened. Okay, but listen. Oh. Wait, is that your official vote? Yeah, no. Cool Runnings is my official vote. So it's Cool Runnings is advancing. <laughs> oh. If you feel if you feel saddened by this process, you guys put it together. That's true. <laughs> I'm so mad at you right now. I don't even know what to <laughs> out do. Out of all the things, out of all the cruddy movies, seventeen pounds. Around here. His mom. Was <laughs> in <laughs> if that were in the movie, was, maybe I would have voted for it. It's a weird movie. movie. Then, all right. <laughs> I'm so sad right now. Now are we on the last uh, one. Now we are. Now we are. Oh my goodness! I can't believe these two are pitted against I one know. another. It's terrible. It's the way the seating happened. Mm. I know. Why wasn't it cool running versus that? Okay. Karate Kid mm. versus Happy Gilmore. 
So Karate Kid, a martial arts master, agrees to teach karate to the bullied teenager, Daniel-san. And Happy Gilmore, a rejected hockey player, puts his skills to the golf course to save his grandmother's house. I'm voting for Karate Kid right off the bat because I'm not a Happy oh. Gilmore fan. <gasps> I, at I, all? Like, I, like, you like the water boy, but not Happy Gilmore? No, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, strange. I was not a fan of either one of those. Wow. Because they were a little too gross? Like, I don't know. They, they, didn't, hit my, they didn't hit my funny bone right. But then you, like water boy, for some reason, did. Uh, Wedding Singer did. Mr. Deeds did. Well, Wedding Singer's a good movie. I think I like I like nice Adam Sandler, dumb Adam Sandler. And I Is don't this like a James Wong movie? <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy. Right. So good. Which, by the way, I, uh, Karate Kid was directed by uh, John Avidson, who directed Rocky and Rocky Four. So the same guy directed so like Karate the two Kid. Best, the best, the yeah. two best. No, I'm sorry, Rocky Five. Rocky Five. No. no, he directed Rocky One and Rocky Five. Yeah, well, I read yeah. that wrong. Fine. Yeah, wait a Still though, the, still though. But I'm voting for Karate Kid. All right, guys. It's beyond. It's it's not even close. Right, it's Karate Kid. It's Karate Kid. Happy Gilmore. I'm out so just like that. sorry, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I mean, I love that movie. Listen, Happy Gilmore and Cinderella Man can hang out in the next round of of losers. Even right. though Roger Ebert gave Happy Gilmore one and a half stars, stating that Adam Sandler's character doesn't have a pleasing personality. He seems angry when he's not supposed to be. <laughs> he's supposed and to his be. Ha- and That's his so habit so of pounding everyone he dislikes is tiring in a PG-13 movie. Even Bob Barker, though? But no, Bob Barker, actually, that boosted Prices Right ratings. That's amazing. Yeah, because the interviewers And, and also it. the legacy, the NHL shop actually has since then sold hockey stick putters for many years. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Right? Pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, and they actually did show that you can get a farther shot if you shoot like Happy Gilmore, but you you sacrifice accuracy. Yeah. Oh, my. We've all tried oh, it. If you've ever, been to, a, it's accurate. If you've ever it. been to a driving range, you've yeah, tried it. You've yeah. tried if you've ever been a teenager at the driving range, you've tried it. All right, so Karate Kid for the win. So there we go. So we just that went through. That wraps the first round. We're going to end the episode here. Thank you for listening. We, we're we're going to finish it up, uh, not next week, but the following week. Indeed. And we want to thank you for uh, not yelling at us through your uh, radios or wherever you're listening. But really, we do like doing these brackets. We hope you enjoyed this first round. If you want to find me, you can find me at 7 Oh, well, I guess we should say, Alex, anything you want to plug about yourself oh, or what you do? No, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> listen yeah. to your show. He's like, no yeah, one's listening well, at this no, point, listen, anyways. You can li- listen. You can listen to uh, our show on the terrestrial airwaves on KSL Radio in uh, Salt Lake City on uh, KSL 102.7 FM, 1160 AM at 7 to 9 PM, or wherever podcasts are found. Unrivaled is the name of the show. There you go. Beauty. Nice. And I'm at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midwell Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me at Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. I'm on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Make sure you go find Bacon Sale on Twitter, though, at Bacon Sale and, and on Instagram at Bacon Sale there as well. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, make sure you go check out the new tiers available. There's a lot of cool stuff happening on patreon.com slash bacon sale. Also, our merchandise store is always worth checking out. There's some cool stuff there. There you go. And this is James Wong signing out. It felt a little racially specific. I'm not sure about that. But if you wanted Pete Davidson, I'm also ugly. I'm also... Not particularly good on SNL. The three of us are big sports guys. We <laughs> love sports. Yay, sports. Do you have to say March Madness style like it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> trademark? <laughs> this is your fault if you saw this movie or not. This one made me cry and think about my grandpa. <laughs> your grandpa was a rascal. It's <laughs> a really shady part in the trailer. Don't watch the trailer. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. In a trailer, trailer or the trailer? The- Why'd you do it, Roy Hobb? PG. No, no, this is 2002 PG. Okay, so legit. PG, yeah, yeah. yeah. not PG. PG that we got away with. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is really. funny because you could actually get two hobo ears in Rose Park. <laughs> but sa- the Sandlot has Wendy Peppercorn in it. Funky butt. Yeah, did you say funky butt loving?
I tried to breaking my arm so many times as a kid. Kids drinking beer. Yes. So, Seventy six was a different time. No, I was watching no, Go Towards the Light. This is like my dad going, sit down and watch this movie, son. A 30-year-old bartender from South Philadelphia, born and raised. For the playground is where he spent most of his <laughs> there you go. Joel, I remember. <laughs> dare. Family this friendly. is 1999. Yeah, kid was kids, kids, he was eating an ice cream sundae. <laughs> Delaware County Rough Touch League. And then he went Take semi-professional. Rough Touch, this is a family show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Y'all watch me throw the football this weekend. <laughs> If you put that needle in him, we're not going out on the field, coach. Coach, I don't I don't stand for this. Billy Bob, one day I'm gonna make it out of Hicktown. Of all the countries. Happy <laughs> Ireland is my favorite. Brought up Moulin Rouge on a sports show. You okay, listen. Sorry we are Marshall. To apologize to their families, would you? More like we were Marshall. Oh no! Right. Stop! <laughs> what just happened? Well done, sir. The local drug train. Get on board to the drunk train. If we don't make a movie called Drunk Train. We're all fired. <laughs> yeah. That's a Spike Lee joint, I'm pretty so, sure. <laughs> Anyone want to give it any love? No. You can. I don't want to. You're the man now, dog. dog. Uncle Drew, 100%. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? Because I love Pepsi Max. Apartheid, etc. <laughs> Moving <so> on. <laughs> What? <laughs> Ken! We're already being insensitive. Not that insensitive. <laughs> but there's also a stage play in Las Vegas about Days of Thunder. No, there isn't. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of Australian guys. No, that, that, that's... Right? That's yeah, not the oh, same yeah, thing. Yeah. Bend it like Beckham in childbirth? <laughs> I love listening to Nightside. Of course I listen to Nightside.